0: Welcome to the Stop Down Photography Podcast, episode 26. I'm your host, Scott Davenport. Today's topic is about taking the time to appreciate images, to pause and admire. Hi there, welcome. Thanks for joining me for a weekly dose of photographic creativity. I know life gets busy and I'm glad that you've chosen to spend a few minutes of your day with me. And if you enjoy today's podcast, please tell a friend. I'm titling today's episode, Pause and Admire. Why? Because I need this reminder. I realized I'm not admiring photos as much as I used to. Simply looking at a photo and enjoying it is less common in my week, and I think I need to change that. Since I realized this in the last week or so, I thought this would be a good topic for today's podcast, because maybe you've experienced this as well. I do think there's a certain arc to this this behavior that I've noticed in my uh, photo consumption. So let me unpack this more, this decrease in admiring photos. Rewind the clock, 10 years or so. I'm reassociating myself with photography, the switch from film to digital, and I'm consuming images at a ravenous pace. Photographers' websites, Flickr, Google+, that was a thing then. I'd look at photos. I'd marvel at powerful compositions, bold framing, rich, vibrant colors. A lot of things I had not seen before. How subjects were frozen or how they were blurred. How some photos seemed to have a depth of field that was endless. And yes, I was learning from these images. I was definitely in sponge mode with respect to photo learning, each photo being a gateway to learning something new about photography. Yet my initial intake of each photo was simple admiration. The image itself was the thing, the feeling that it made me feel, and then I'd study and learn. Now that process may happen in just a few seconds, but it did happen somewhere along the line, and I'm not really sure exactly when this happened, my default mindset when viewing images shifted toward that of the critic. Instead of admiring the photo, paying attention to how it makes me feel, what the photographer chose to convey, I tended to dive straight into a critical analysis. How is the photo composed? Could it be stronger? Could it be better? Is it tax-sharp? How is it processed? Are there artifacts in the processing? The list goes on and on. And incidentally, this critical examination is a silent one. It's a narrative in my head. I'm not the type to jump on forums offering up an unsolicited critique of a photographer's work. I'm of the school of thought that critique is great when the photographer wants it and asks for it. Anyway, I'm becoming self-aware of this drifting into a critical mindset. And it's something I want to keep in check. Why? When I think about the times when I admired a photo, I paid attention to how it made me feel, those interactions, those engagements, they were inspiring. I wanted to go make a photo like that, go visit that place or someplace like it, go learn how to make my camera capture a similar look. I think that sense of wonder is important. In a photographic journey, it helps push us forward creatively, so I'm growing more mindful of that. I need to take a beat when I look at photos, when a photo holds my gaze for more than a glance, reflect on how it makes me feel. Slow down, pause, and admire. Shortly after you realize something like, I'm not admiring photos as much, the inevitable question is why? Why am I doing this? Why the shift away from admiration to critique? And I'm not fully resolved on this, but I do have some thoughts about how this shift happened. Number one is I'm self-critical. I do this critical analysis with my own photos constantly all the time. Every shoot, reviewing things, looking at photos, it's part of our natural calling process. Which ones do we like? Which ones don't we like? Why didn't we like it? We register that and it helps us grow for sure. But a side effect may be it's left me with a mindset of looking for what can be better and not necessarily taking in what is good to begin with. A second thought is I have grown as a photographer. I know more about photography than I did 10 years ago. I've seen a lot of photos too, much like in life where as we get older, there tends to be fewer surprises, right? We've just experienced more. And it's not because things aren't interesting or fun or great. We've just seen more. So there's fewer things that are new and novel, but for photography, I do think it's because I know more about the craft. As one point of contrast, when I look at a painting or a sculpture, I admire the work as it is. Now with a painting, since that's kind of closer to a photograph, I do notice color, composition, brush strokes, and those types of things. But because I don't know as much about the medium, I don't see the quote-unquote mistakes. With sculptures, it's very different. I remember vividly seeing Michelangelo's David in Florence, the Museo de Academia, I believe it was, I marveled at just the hands of the sculpture, the veins on the back of David's hands, the attention to detail, exquisite. And that feeling is still with me today. With photography, it might be that I'm too close to the medium, so I need to be more mindful of that when I view other photographic works. I can still be self-critical of my own work, but looking at the work of another photographer, at least initially take it in for what it is, what the photographer's chosen to convey. A third thought about why this shift to a critical mindset versus an admiring mindset is that I am a photo educator. I go through photo critiques with students and people come and ask me to review their work and offer up suggestions. By definition, that requires a more analytical, a more critical mindset. Although as I think about it, in my one-on-one interactions with other photographers, I do have a trend toward admiration. A critique usually starts with, I like this about this image, let's talk about this, let's talk about the good. And this happens on the photo workshops too. And I host a workshop. The last activity that we do as a group is a photo share. Each person in the workshop shares images, we talk about them. Certainly there's some critique if the photographer wants it, but there is plenty of admiration going around. So there's something there I might be able to tap back into to keep that admiration flow going when I look at other photos. One other thought that comes to mind is how I consume images now versus a decade ago. Number one, it's less than I used to. I certainly don't have as much free time to just look through photographs. Some of that is professional. Some of that is personal. Some of that, you, know, you, you know, you get it, right? Life gets busy. But another thing is it's primarily on my phone uh, and mostly through Instagram. It used to be on my desktop. and I had a, at the time, I don't know I'd be a 20 inch monitor. certainly the monitors have gotten bigger over time. but the photo was kind of large, and you were looking at a pretty big preview of the photo. That delivers more impact, more visual impact to that large photo versus a thumbnail on Instagram. You know the, the thumbnail in my palm just doesn't deliver the same experience as looking at a full-sized image, or even not even a full-sized image, just a larger image on a uh, desktop monitor, which kind of leads me to the things I think I can do to rekindle that admiration for looking at photos. And I have a favor to ask. Tell me what your favorite website is for a stream of photos from a variety of photographers that you enjoy. Drop it in the comments over at StopDownPodcast.com. You want to keep it private. There's a contact form on the website. Messages come directly to me. I'd like your input. I'm looking for just sources of good photography. Doesn't matter the genre. I like looking and absorbing all different types of photographs. I'm a landscape photographer when I capture photos. When I'm consuming images, I'm just a photographer and I like looking at all sorts of photos. So if you've got a site or a feed that you really enjoy, send it my way. I'm looking for good photo sources. The other thing I'm going to do, this is like my own little call to action, is as I look through photos, because I do look at photos every day, take a moment and admire a photo for whatever reason. And this can happen on Instagram, it can happen on a desktop. As I'm scrolling through photos, when one makes me pause, even for a split second, I'm going to make an effort to stop, think about why did that photo make me pause, and then have a deeper look at it. What is the light doing? What is the subject, the shape, the color, the texture? Is it the visual contrast or visual tension in the scene? Is it something that's just very novel or uh, you know, amusing? And It could be anything, but I want to try and do this once a day. It shouldn't take more than a few minutes. It's going to be part of my daily routine. It should be workable. It doesn't cost me any additional time. And I think it's going to help me keep my creative flame lit. I want to take a moment and thank the members of Patreon. It is your support that makes this podcast possible. And I cannot thank you enough. If you're interested in joining the Patreon community, supporting the show, you can visit stopdownpodcast.com. There's a button on every page, support the show. It'll take you over there and you can see what it's all about. And that will wrap up this week's episode. Maybe you'll take the same call to action that I'm doing and look at a photo with admiration once a day. shouldn't take more than a few minutes. Uh, I'm excited about this. I'm a little rejuvenated about this. I'm looking forward to just enjoying some images for the sheer pleasure of the image itself. And again, if you've got a image feed or a particular photographer that you really like their stuff, send it my way. I'd love to have a look. I'll be back again next week. And if you enjoyed today's podcast and have a moment to rate it on Apple Podcasts, I'd really appreciate that too. Until next time, my name is Scott Davenport. Have fun.